Do you want to reach your full kingdom potential? Welcome to Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Listen, it's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. Man, I gotta say that one more time. It's not enough to desire something. You gotta do something. It's time to take action and connection, involvement and commitment to the next level. Here's Carlos Rivera. Hallelujah. This is Easter weekend. So we're going to have a wonderful celebration. Today's actually Good Friday. Amen. And uh, when we talk about Good Friday, we talk about that this will actually be the day that uh, that Jesus went to the cross. Amen. The cross at Calvary. That's right. And of course, Resurrection Sunday is coming right around the corner as well. And I want to get right into God's word today. Look what Hebrews chapter 7 verse 2 says. Then Abraham took a tenth of all he had captured in battle and gave it to Melchizedek. The name Melchizedek means king of justice and king of Salem means king of peace. You know, that's so powerful that, that Abraham gave a tenth to, to Melchizedek, right? The priest. And you see, this is way before uh, this. This was, a, this was a divine revelation, right? You see, the tithe is a God principle for prosperity. Write that down. The tithe is a God principle for prosperity. You see, by divine revelation, Abraham gave a tenth or the tithe of the spoils he recovered from his battles. What a blessing. He, he, he felt that in his heart that it would be the right thing to do is to give an offering to the man of God. And of course, a tenth of everything he had. So he gave the tithe. He brought that tithe. That happened way before the law of Moses was established. So Abraham was way before Moses. So anyway, just to give you an idea, so it's actually a universal law. That's right. It's a universal law. It's like gravity, right? Uh, what goes up must come down. That's right. The law here of the tithe is also uh, you will reap what you sow. And of course, when it comes to the 10th, we're looking at obedience to God, right? Because I, I, the tithe is not giving. The Bible says, bring the tithe, right? Bring it to the Lord because you can't give to someone something that already belongs to them, right? So it's something that we do in obedience. And we realize that that's the seed that God gives us to replant into his kingdom. You see, a tithing unlocks the windows of heaven. So if you want to walk under an open heaven where God's blessings are always flowing in your life, then the tithe is the foundation for that giving. See, it's a universal principle that frees us from the power of materialism and greed as well. That's right. When we come to the Lord and we give our tithe, and not just our tithe, but our first fruits, okay, it sends, it sends a message to the Lord that he's, he's number one way before anything else in our lives. See, tithing is not, not about God needing your money. It's about Him needing first place in your life. Amen. That's what it's about. It's about a, a becoming a priority. And you see, and you show that, you demonstrate that by taking something like money, which is a powerful thing on this planet, right? People will do all kinds of stuff with money. Uh, and remember, money is not evil. The love of money is evil. But you see, in this case, if God has given you health to make wealth, if you got the health to go uh, go to work and get a job, or you've got a business that God is prospering, then you bring a tenth as an offering to the Lord saying, thank you for, uh, for giving me the, the strength that I need, the, the mind that I need, the, the gifts and the talents that are required to become successful in this business. 
all of it comes from God, amen? So the tithe is our way of saying, thank you, Lord, and bringing to him what truly belongs to him as well. And you know, not only are we investing in God's kingdom financially, but we also uh, invest daily in the presence of God. Psalms 5, verse 3, God's word says, My voice you shall hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning I will direct it to you, and I will look up. Oh, the psalmist here is declaring his love for God and how he, he's, that God's going to hear his voice. See, that God's going to hear his voice in the morning, and of course, direct it towards him and, of course, look to God. See, that's all about investing in the presence of God. First thing in the morning, start your day in the presence of the Lord, in the word of God and, and in prayer. Amen. See, build your daily agenda around your specific prayer time. And make it a priority daily. That's right. It should be important daily. I think a lot of times uh, we realize that, you know, we say that God is first. And I say, well, yeah, if he's first in your life, then he's, he needs to be first in your day. That's right. If he's really first in your life, then he should be the first person you communicate with every single morning. One conversation with God can change your whole perspective. It can do, uh, God can do so many things in a prayer time, right? When you're being intimate with him and it's one-on-one -on -one and you're praying as well. If you want to see a man of God, a woman of God who really has fruit in their lives, uh, I would say most of the time they are people of prayer, men and women of prayer, men who and women who love the Lord, amen? God speaks to those who listen and God listens to those who pray. And um, and I believe that prayer, the power of prayer, helps us to not panic in situations. Refuse to panic. Refuse to panic. Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 17 says this, you will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord. Who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem? Do not fear or be dismayed, Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord is with you. <laughs> Hallelujah. We don't need to panic. God is with us. See, your battle usually appears suddenly without warning, right? We just kind of get blindsided with an attack. But listen, don't panic. Don't lose it. God is in control. There's nothing that affects your life that God did not allow to happen. Sometimes I can't explain it all. Sometimes we're just, it's just that we live in this fallen world, right? And things happen, you know, bad things do happen to good people. But we need to stop and listen carefully to the inner voice of the Holy Spirit. That's right, instead of responding in the flesh, you know, we can walk in the Spirit and begin to listen to what the Spirit of God has to say as well. And you see, not just not just stop and listen, but but wait for an answer. You know, sometimes we just gotta stay in God's presence, kind of linger and saturate in His presence. And I believe that that brings such—it's so powerful, and it just kind of infuses us with His love and His peace and His joy as well. Because it's joyful to know that we serve a God that listens to us, that hears our prayers, that responds to the, our needs by the faith that we have in Him. See, that's such a, a peaceful thing. It's such a reassuring thing in our lives. So we need to wait and answer. And sometimes it's just about being patient. Don't panic. Be patient. Patience is the weapon that forces deception to reveal itself. Oh my goodness. 
Patience is the weapon that forces deception to reveal itself. That's why it's so important to be patient, right? And not to panic, not to make any moves, any sudden moves and any sudden decisions when you're in the midst of a, of a challenging situation. Sometimes you just need to be patient. And of course that forces any kind of deception of the enemy, of, of maybe someone trying to uh, get over on you. Somebody is trying to take advantage of a situation. When you're patient, God reveals those things with you. They kind of play themselves out and you find yourself in a much, much better place. Amen. Listen, learn to laugh. See in Proverbs 17, 22, the word of God says this, a merry heart does good like medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones. You see, laughter is the closest thing to the grace of God. See, find something that makes you laugh today. Sometimes we have to be intentional, amen, to release the stress, release the strain, uh, release the pressure, amen, and make a conscious effort to release your joy. That's right, because when you laugh, it releases the joy that's in your heart, amen. And I know, listen, it may not always be a joyful situation. Sometimes it can be challenging, but it's always good to look for the silver lining around every cloud, right? Because there's always something positive you can look at it. And when you don't understand, that's when it's just time to trust the Lord. See, laughter accelerates the healing process when your body is sick. That's right. Laughter, it actually it releases endorphins into your body, into your mind, and it actually helps to heal you quicker. Learn to not take life so seriously sometimes. Uh, I'll tell you what, learn not to take yourself so seriously and expect so much from yourself that when you do something dumb, come on somebody, and we all do, we can just laugh at ourselves and not be so uh, stuck on ourselves that when people uh, uh, make a comment that we get all defensive. Listen, if you messed up, so guess what? Join the rest of the human race. Come on, somebody. Heavenly Father, we just thank you and praise you for your presence. We thank you, Father God, for your goodness. In Jesus' name, we know that you're the eternal God, the God of all creation, the maker of heaven and earth. And we praise you and declare you as our God. We thank you for all you've done for us, oh God. And Father God, help us to keep the tithe divine. We know it's your divine provision, oh God. We know it's your, it's your divine opportunity for us to show you that you're number one in our lives, oh God. So help us to continue to tithe, to give that 10% that belongs to you, so that there'll be seed, Lord God, planted, because we know you respond to the seed that we plant in your kingdom, oh God. So in Jesus' name, we thank you. We praise you, Father, in Jesus' name. And help us, oh God, to invest daily in God's presence. So we just thank you right now, Father God. And help us to not panic. Help us to keep our head while other people are losing their head, while other people are stressed out. Help us to keep an even keel, Lord God, to not be panicking over things, Father God, that we can't control, but to address them, Lord Father, and handle them, Lord God. Help us to learn to laugh, Lord God, at life sometimes because it gets so stressful and so hard. So help us, Father God, to find the joy, to make the joy, Lord God, to make room for your Holy Spirit, Lord God, to lift burdens and to break yokes through laughter, oh God, in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father God, that no matter what the circumstances look like, no matter how difficult the challenge may be, that you are there with us and that you are for us and not against us. And we just thank you, oh God, and we give you all the glory, all the honor. 
and all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a wonderful day. God bless you. Walking in the Spirit with Carlos Rivera. Don't forget to share this podcast. Let us know how God is working in your life and how we can pray for you. If you wonder about it, wander around it, worry about it, join us for fresh inspiration and motivation from the Word of God with new episodes available every Friday. Connect with Carlos at carlosmrivera.com.